Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Broadcasting live from the CKTV studios in Niagara, it's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010-610-2582. Welcome aboard. I am Jim Fannin, filling in for KJ Day and Tomorrow. Got a nice show for you today. Ross McFarlane and Jeff Stewart are in the house. They got an event coming up around the Canadian table. Around the Canadian table.ca. It's Foodie Canada Day. FoodDayCanada.ca. Anita Stewart started this whole thing out. She's with the University of Guelph. Anita Stewart will be in as well with us. She's going to come in by phone from her home in Alora, And then, we can't have a show without a rock star on it, it seems. Mark LaLama, looking forward to getting this guy in. We've been chasing him for a long time. We do a little show here Sundays at noon called the Jim Fannin Show, where we have live local music come in and play our bumpers in and out of commercial. Chasing Mark for a little while to do that. He's a busy man. And a great resume on this guy. So we will talk to Mark. He's participating in Food Day Canada and around the Canadian table. So we get Ross McFarlane, Anita Stewart, Jeff Stewart, and Mark Lalama. All we're going to hit on Food Day Canada and around the Canadian table. That's in the first hour. The racetrack has been sold. As you heard, Bonnie... Break on the news here at 610 CKTB. It's been rumored for a long time. We all knew it was for sale. The rumor of the sale has been going around for a couple months now, at least. Nobody really willing to talk about it. Everyone's under an agreement to stay mum, including Jim T. Bear and probably Doug Martin and many of the people that are involved. So it's supposed to close today. We'll see if that happens. And get some more information on that. But one of our greatest natural resources and a really good tourist attraction as well, and it's struggled. We know that. Struggled to stay in afloat and making money. It's been a political pawn for a couple of elections as well. The funding has been kind of iffy here and there. They got a three year deal right now. I thought the Liberals were going to bring a five year. But they got a three-year deal now, and it's bought by someone out of country from Buffalo. The Americans bought it. How do you feel about that? The guys at the track are stoked. They're looking forward to having new landlords. Obviously, the ownership of the track doesn't really affect the day-to-day operations because they have a lease in place. And the owners never operated the property, not in their near in the recent history. I don't think they've had operation. Or a hand in the daily operation of the track. But it was for sale. Greg Chu actually had it from DTZ Barnicky in Niagara Falls. Had it for sale for a long time. Was marketing it. And apparently it's, well, it's been sold for a long time. But today it was supposed to close. And once it closes, not too long after that, we'll get to find out how much it sold for. 380 acres at the track and surrounding properties. Sold to an American firm. Rumor is Paladino's part of the, the group that bought it. We all know him from his recent, well, 2010 he ran for governor. I think he's an official with the school board across the border. So we'll get some more details on that. And something your agent hasn't done to sell your listing. If it's stale and you're not about to drop your drawers on, a, on the price, a couple things you can do. To get some more action on it, and if you're trying to sell privately, we'll have some tips there, too. They're kind of the same tips. So we'll touch on that. 
And the end of the show, we're going to tease tomorrow's show. We've got a show planned for you t- tomorrow as well, 5 to 7. But coming up next, ACT around the Canadian table. Wrapped up with Food Day Canada, fooddaycanada.ca. Coming up next, we've got Ross McFarlane and Jeff Stewart. are going to talk to us, talk to us about the event that's coming up this weekend, August 2nd. Food Day Canada. All that and more coming up on 610 CKTB. I'm Jeff Fannin. Listening to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the One Voice for Niagara News Talk 610 CKTV. Call now 905 688 2582 1877 610 2582 or text us your opinion to 61010. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Coming for KJ today. In with me now. Ross McFarlane and Jeff Stewart doing a little gig called Around the Canadian Table. Guys, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. Thanks no for problem. having us. Thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about what you guys are up to here. Is this the inaugural, the first ever? It's the very first, yeah. Okay. We've, uh, we've been doing some fundraising for a number of years for uh, Niagara College at uh, smaller dinner events at Benchmark Restaurant at the college, but uh, we thought this year uh, it was time to go big or go home, and uh, okay. so we've gone big. So what do you got planned? Well, uh, on Saturday night, which is Food Day Canada, uh, we'll be uh, having a an amazing uh, multi-course dinner uh, with several of the region's top chefs. We've got John Horn coming in from Canoe in Toronto as well. He's a graduate of Niagara College. Um, and uh, they're going to be doing a dinner at stations throughout the winery, all focused on local food in celebration of Food Day Canada, all paired up with wines from Jackson Triggs, Inniskillen, and Le Clos Jordan. And uh, after that, we've got uh, we've got some really interesting stuff in the amphitheater. We're going to have a, an interactive uh, conversation with, that's going to be chaired by Anita Stewart, uh, who is the founder of Food Day Canada. Um, she's coming down uh, from her home in Alora and uh, is going to be with us on Food Day. And uh, that's been running for, this is the 11th year for Food Day Canada. And uh, she's coming down and is going to be with us chairing a panel of of uh, really uh, food pioneers and 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 food experts in uh, in Niagara, we've got Donald Zeraldo, who's the father of Canadian ice wine. He was the co-founder of Inniskillen, uh, mm-hmm. along with Carl Kaiser. And uh, so we've got Donald Zeraldo on the panel. We've got Michael Olson, who was the original chef at On the Twenty, which was one of the very first restaurants in in Canada to to embrace local cuisine. Um, we've got uh, uh, Karen Whitty from Whitty Farms and Thirteenth Street Winery on the panel, who's a uh, uh, the current steward of a, a 200-year-old farm in uh, in West St. Catharines, and we've got Craig Udale, who's the uh, the dean of the Canadian Food and Wine Institute at Niagara College, and uh, so we're going to have that uh, discussion on the uh, on the stage. Uh, we've got uh, at the intermission, we're going to be doing dessert for everyone. Uh, Anna Olson, who's a, a local uh, celebrity and Food Network star, uh, is preparing the uh, Canadian ice cream sundae bar. And uh, that's all going to be paired up with Jackson Triggs Vidal Ice Wine, of course. And after the intermission and dessert, we've got some fantastic music. We're going to be uh, starting off with a, a live auction. We've got an item to auction off that was generously donated by the Ice Dogs. We've got a 12-person game suite for, at the brand new Meridian Center. Um, and we're going to be uh, then we're going to have some music with Mark Lalama and Kevin Bright. They're both just amazing musicians. They got a couple other players coming down with them, and we'll. Just enjoy the uh, the moonlight with the music. That's Ross McFarland, Jeff Stewart. Now you're also with Niagara College. And I sure am. A certified chef as well. Now tell me, uh, how are you going to keep? You got let's see, six or seven chefs. I recognize my cousin here, Eric Peacock. Yeah, talented of course, guy. Of course. How are you going to keep all these egos and all these specialties working together in the, <laughs> oh, in the on this effort here? They're, they're great. You giving team. them in their own kitchens. Great team of folks. But well, basically, yeah. everybody's separated. <laughs> okay. You know, and, uh, we don't allow any sort of fighting. But you know, they're getting along amazingly. It's a great you team got some of big uh, names there. folks. Yeah, we're really lucky. Uh, 
uh, you know, uh, as Ross said, John Horn's coming from Toronto, but we've got some incredible stars in Niagara as well, too, that are on that list as well. You know, uh, Eric Peacock is joining us. Uh, there's... Um, Anthony Greco uh, from uh, Zest and uh, down Zest at uh, Jim Watt. At, uh, yeah, and, and David Watt. David Watt yeah. at uh, at uh, the Garrison House. Um, Ross already said uh, uh, Anna Olson's doing dessert for us. You can't ask for anything no, more than that. That's awesome. And uh, Mark Bacconi, uh, Peter Blakeman, both from Niagara College, are coming down uh, and doing a really interesting little, I don't say little dish. Mark's got this oven and it's a crazy oven. It, it burns barrels to, f- to fire it up so uh-huh. you know flames are coming out of it about five feet high it makes incredible fresh flatbreads right off there serves it up with some homemade uh, goat cheese that he's uh fermented and uh, and some wonderful uh, homemade uh, preserves and pickles from uh some of the niagara's best bounty it's going to be just incredible now what are you guys uh, looking to accomplish with this event here is it more awareness for local you know the hundred food hundred mile diet's getting a lot of traction these days are you looking to promote just more local shopping, eating, and wine. Oh yeah, I mean, really, this the the event here focuses on a couple things. You know, uh, with Food Day Canada, uh, it's all about awareness of uh, of you know local, regional, seasonal foods and appreciating the the bounty of what we have around us. Um, you know, for around the Canadian table, we're also doing this as a fundraiser uh, for student scholarships at Niagara College in uh, okay. wine and culinary and hospitality and tourism. So, you know, there's a, a multi-purpose at this event. And as well, it's a beautiful Sunday, Saturday evening. We're going to get together with some great thinkers about food, some great chefs some, at an amazing winery, and just have a great evening. Incredible music, too, coming up as well. So Yeah, Marco Alama, this is a great get. I mean, this guy's uh, yeah. a, a local legend in music, for sure, both in the production and, and and playing it as well. I mean, the guy's talented as all get out, so good score on you guys for that. Now, what else have we got coming up on the weekend that we should be aware of? And how do pe- more importantly, how do people get tickets for this? Um, well, tickets, uh, you can go to our website, which is aroundthecanadiantable.ca, and uh, I know there's a link on the 610 CKTV website already for that. And uh, um, we've got uh, online ticketing through Jackson Triggs. There are two levels of tickets. Uh, one includes dinner, and one is for the amphitheater presentation and dessert. So um, the uh, the dinner ticket is all-inclusive, is for the whole evening, and that's at a higher cost. That's 175 and then the... Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, ticket for the amphitheaters is $75. And uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're doing really well with the ticket sales. We're really excited about uh, about things. But we do have lots of tickets left, and uh, and we're hoping to uh, to raise some good money for uh, the Niagara College Foundation. We we have four bursaries right now. We, we have a fund that we started, my, my cooking club, uh, Les Marmiton Niagara. We uh, started this uh, fund with the Niagara College Foundation about nine years ago when we started our chapter here, and, and we... Um, we have about $150,000 in that fund so far, and we, we do bursaries for students in the uh, chef training, uh, winery viticulture, uh, brewmaster, and hospitality uh, sections at the college. And um, we uh, we just want to build on that and, uh, and support the students who are the future of the hospitality industry in Niagara. Jeff Stewart and Ross McFarlane are my guests. They're running an event around the Canadian table. And you can get the information and ticket information at aroundcanadiantable.ca. Anita Stewart's going to come up next on the phone with us. But tell us about the inspiration. What what kind of drove you guys to, to get off your butts, so to speak? Well, I think um, the uh, the connection with Food Day Canada has been great. I mean, this is... Uh uh, this is something we, we've had a long-term relationship. Lane Marmiton has had a long-term relationship with Niagara College, um, but getting together with Anita and uh, and sort of taking on uh, the Food Day Canada cause has been fantastic for us. It's been very consistent with what we do. Uh, it's very consistent with the ideals of most chefs, I think, these days, um, who who really do pay attention to where the food is coming from. Um, one of the uh, one of the chefs in Canada who who quite famously right now is riding his bike across the country to raise raise awareness about uh, sustainable fisheries is Ned Bell. He's the executive chef at uh, the Four Seasons in Vancouver. He's going to be with us. He's he's on his cross-country trek, and he's mm-hmm. coming down to the event uh, to be with us for the event, which is fantastic. He's he's in Toronto right now. He started in Newfoundland a few weeks ago. He's going to ride his bike down? Riding, riding his bike, and he's, he's coming down uh, just for our event, which is which is really fantastic. Now, 568-8252, if you want to get in on a question for Jeff Stewart, Ross McFarlane, they're organizing the event around the Canadian table. And up next, Anita Stewart, fooddaycanada.ca. We'll talk to her about 
well, it's been on for 12 years now. It was quite a success. And the combination, getting together with these guys and around the Canadian table.ca. So Anita Stewart, the founder, I guess we can call her, of Food Day Canada, is up next right here on 610 CKTB. It's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-2582. Or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010. And now, back to the Kevin Jack Show. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Covering for KJ today and tomorrow, 5 to 7. We're getting you out of here. Some good information, a couple of interviews, and a decent host. I'm Jim Fannin. You want to get in and talk to Ross McFarlane and Jeffrey Stewart, you can call 905-688-2582. That's the number in the booth here. Toll free is one 610 ckTB Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network is a free call. And the easiest way is just to text straight into the booth, 61010. Coming up, Anita Stewart is the founder of Food Day Canada, fooddaycanada.ca. Anita, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, tell us a little bit about Food Day Canada, specifically the inspiration for it. I was started back in 2003 when the beef crisis hit, and I called my friends from coast to coast to go to their barbecues and grill Canadian beef and tell me the stories. And it went viral, actually. Um, it was really almost before the Internet. We had no website, and uh, I had to have a young man at the University of Guelph, um, because that's my email address, uh, monitor my email because I was afraid it was going to crash. And so the same thing happened last night uh, when we had a, a Twitter fest, uh, on, uh, and we trended across Canada on Twitter last night. So it was pretty amazing. Canadians really want to know where their food comes from. And I think with through Food Day Canada, we're giving them a vehicle where they can you know, brag a bit and have some fun. It's not prescriptive. It's just have a party and uh, and join us celebrating the ingredients of our Canada of Canada and the, the farmers and the fishers, uh, the processors who actually make the Canadian at the Canadian table. Now you mentioned that you got a little bit of viral action there. Are you impressed with or surprised by the success by this? And I mean, it takes something to get trending on Twitter. So is it? Uh, we've, is your... trended, no, we've trended on Twitter for three years straight, actually. Uh, and last night was just a, a, a project that we did with the Manitoba canola growers. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, it, not, I'm not surprised actually. Uh, and I expect to do it on the weekend. Great. Uh, Anita Stewart is my guest. She is the founder of Food Day Canada. Anita, tell us why you picked Niagara for this. Well, I was approached by Niagara. It made sense. I've got a, quite a long history. Um, I was approached by Ross uh, and uh, and Steve Gill from Niagara College. Um, I've got a fairly long history with events in Niagara, and as much as well, we've had Food Day Canada restaurants down there since the inception. Uh, you know, the, um, the the list is long and lustrous. Actually, Treadwell and Peller and on the twenty and uh, and Stone Road Grill and uh, uh, just uh, really really excellent, exquisite restaurants and. And so when they approached me, it seemed like it was a great idea. The other thing, too, of course, is that the whole food life of Canada uh, can claim Niagara as really one of the cornerstones uh, of the regional food movement. Uh, so, you know, uh, places like Nova Scotia send up delegations. Um, I know that of one from Cape Breton, actually, and uh, Prince Edward Island that came to Niagara to look at what they could do better uh, down down east. Uh, so it's, uh, it's really uh, a basically... Uh, a region where other uh, other Canadian uh, centers uh, watch for you know excellence and and uh, modeling. Anita, how has our attitude changed towards food recently? Have you found? Uh, I think it's really that's a really good question because it's something that I was I've been pondering uh, a lot, and I, I would say that the consumer is much more educated. Uh, the the change in the last ten years is that people are much more curious, they're much more aware, they're much more intelligent about what they're eating, and uh, whether it's a particularly a novel ingredient like camelina oil or um, some sort of uh, exotic fish squid or, or you know. A, 
just some of the things that ten years ago would not have uh, worked at all um, on a, on a tin Canadian table to the, the varieties that we're starting to identify, preserve some of the varieties, and we're actually not afraid to call something, uh, a, you know, a Haskett berry or a particular variety of cherry or peach. And that, that lends, uh, sort of a sense of exoticism to the menus. And we're doing it and, and, and consumers are responding very positively. It's great. It's absolutely great. Now, do you take a strong, a strong stance against GMOs and eating organically and locally as well? Uh, organically and locally GMOs. We see the thing is with Food Day Count, it's celebratory. It's not prescriptive. Uh, if, if the large farms in Saskatchewan or Manitoba want to join Food Day Canada and they're milling their own wheat to make their own bread, I think that's great. They may also be growing genetically modified something. But, you know, that's, uh, it's not up to me to make that judgment call. What I want to do is join Canadians from coast to coast together and celebrate the finest food system in the world and some of the best talent that we have anywhere on the planet with our chefs. Tell me a little bit about where the food activism comes in. Where do you see your role in that? portion. Um, I really just have not ever really looked back. I think that there's a lot to be done here in Canada and uh, and you know it's not it's just something that I've done. I mean when you set out in the road in the mid 80s uh, to talk and write about Canadian cuisine it was an oxymoron at that time and uh, the whole you know we didn't have a sense as to who we are as a culinary community. Well now I again because of the the years that I've spent doing what I've done Exploring the markets and the inns and and the, the lighthouses of British Columbia and you know and the, the wilds of the north. It's just a, it's just sort of a no brainer to call up my friends who are chefs and say, hey, why don't we have a party that's national? Let's do it online. You can have a party in your restaurant and cook Canadian ingredients and uh, and let's celebrate. And so that's the part that's the that's the activism part. And also too um, with with consumers themselves being more aware let's let's plan menus around what what we can harvest the harvest is in everywhere in canada right now from newfoundland where the strawberries are finally ripe uh to you know the to the north where they have those wonderful glorious long days and they can just have bushels of things like kale and 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 basil and lettuces and so forth Oh, right through to Vancouver Island, where they're planning a beach picnic on Tofino uh, at the Wiccaninish Inn. So there's lots of stuff going on across Canada for Food Day. Anita Stewart is my guest. FoodDayCanada.ca is the website. She is the founder of Food Day Canada. Anita, just on the way out, tell us, are we getting a little bit more serious about food? I mean, so many of my friends treat food almost like a religion. It's a religious experience when they sit down to the supper table. Do you think we've become a little bit more serious about food these days? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I, again, I think it, it, the pendulum does swing, doesn't it? I mean, I, I, I think that what I'm seeing uh, across the country, you, you see, yes, there's uh, some some um, menus and chefs who are extraordinarily focused, and, and that's good. Uh, but then there's their casual eateries. I'm thinking, actually, of a lobster fisherman that I know in Prince Edward Island who's had his son, uh, who's in, um, I, I think, I can't remember what university he's at. He's, he's just starting university. Set up a lobster shack on the beach in Surrey, PEI, and serve forth the lobsters that they're catching and also the oysters that are arguably the finest in Canada, Colville Bay's, uh, out of this little shop. And it's just you know, like, I don't know whether it's serious. I think we're just, we're just smarter. Anita, I really appreciate your frankness and your time today. Just on the way out, anybody wants to get a hold of you, how can they contact you, Anita? FoodDayCanada.ca. The links are there. Thanks, Anita. I really appreciate your time. Looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, we'll see you down there. Thank you. you. sure will. All right. That is Anita Stewart. She's the founder of Food Day Canada. It's becoming a national holiday. I want I want my own holiday. I want to be the founder of some kind of day. You look up Food Day Canada on the website. Yeah, it's Anita Stewart. She owns it. And props to her. 12 years working on it and now partnering up with the event this weekend, Saturday night, August 2nd, around the Canadian table.ca. And around my table next, Mark LaLama, local legend, musician, producer, extraordinaire. We'll take your calls if you have any questions. Mark LaLama is playing the event Saturday night. We'll get his take on his commitment to Food Day Canada and around the Canadian table right here on 610 CKTV.
It's the Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTV. Got something to say to KJ? Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text your opinion to 61010. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Bless my 549 is your broadcast time. Joining me now is par- Mark Lalama. I get it right. How are you, Mark? Thanks for taking the time to come in, man. Oh, my pleasure. You're waving the finger at me now. Tell me, how'd you get recruited by these guys for Food Day Canada and this event around the Canadian table? Well, um, where was it, Ross? It was, uh, it was in Oakville. It was Oakville. Yeah, you came to... cafe in Oakville. Right. You guys it was a sort of a happy accident because the the regular band, half the members couldn't make it. So Kevin, being Kevin Bright, says, "Let's get a tubaist and percussion, and let's just do it completely," you know. And that's the night that they came and said, "Perfect! This will be perfect for our event." So, so how many guys you got? Are you jamming with them? Four. There'll be four of us. Who are they? Uh, myself, Kevin Bright, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Couch on tuba, and Randall Coriel on drums. So a little jazz. Quad? Well, I, you know, I'm really anti-label, so okay. I don't want to venture a, a description. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you describe your music? You're playing tonight at Capoles, as you always do, Wednesday nights, and, yeah. dude, that is such a fresh crowd in there, too. You know, as a guy that gets around quite a bit, you see, you start to see the same people everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Capoles got a really fresh crowd. I would, yeah. I would imagine it's got something to do with the talent, but uh, it's just it's such a great atmosphere with your music that you're playing there and the talent that you're hooked up with. Well, the whole point of, of doing that... Uh, and, and I actually, the last few years, I'd say 90% of the gigs I do are uh, sort of an outlet for spontaneous combustion, uh, <laughs> creation, sorry. And, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's just great to work with guys. You surround yourself with guys. It's, it's just a, you, the audience is witnessing uh, a conversation. They're witnessing, you know, communication in, in uh, action, mm-hmm. not preordained. You know, it's kind of we start somewhere, and we none of us really know where it's going to end up. Now, you tra- you've been doing a lot of traveling as well. Tell me a little bit about uh, the shows that you've been on. Are you still uh, doing those shows? Yeah, I mean, uh, just uh, this week alone, I think uh, I'll just give you a you know a little synopsis of the next ten days for me is Mark Jordan, uh, Jane Sibri, Dominic Mancuso, Kevin Bright. I mean, those are all award winning uh, artists and songwriters. Jane Sibri's still gigging, eh? Yeah. She's awesome. She is pretty... Talk about different. Pretty different. Yeah. Uh, just wonderful. Yeah. So how do you get hooked up with these guys? You just get a name around town, or you got an agent that really books you hard? Or? I don't have... I've never had an agent. I just... Uh, you know, you work with someone, and then it's just word of mouth. Word they gets pass out. Your word gets out. They pass your name along. Someone's asking them, hey, I need someone for... Hey, try this guy. You know, that's basically the last 30 years of my life. So. You've been doing some TV work as well. Yeah, I've done a little TV. How, uh, how's that been going? <laughs> now, what's it's, your function on the show? The Canadian talent, right? Well, Canadian Idol, Canadian I Idol. did that oh, show for six years. It ended in 2008, and I was the on-air uh, pianist. And, okay. And I would work with the, the talent one-on-one, myself and a uh, vocal coach, who's the vocal coach for American Idol, Deborah Bird. So we would uh, sort of coach the performances. We'd do the arrangements, and then I also uh, played keyboards in the band, okay. the, the house band there. You're also doing some production as well. Yeah. Not only I, are you accompanying people on stage and in their studios as well. You're a, stu- a session uh, musician as well, right? Yep. And, but you're also producing your own stuff in your own studio yeah, as well, I built, right? Yeah, I built a uh, standalone recording studio. On, I have a little farm out in Fenwick. And, okay. Uh, so I built a five-room studio, and uh, folks come in from all over the place. Five-room studio, so you can have five different instruments or singers in different studios, well, one isolated? Of, one and then, of the rooms is a kitchen, which is probably <laughs> the biggest room in the studio <laughs> to show where our priorities are, <laughs> which is why I'm on this gig Saturday night, right? because of basically it's food first and then music. There you go. <laughs> it's all the same. A love, the, a love for one is like a love for the other, no? Yeah. They all go together, right? Well, I think it's, a, it's like a nat- the most natural pairing 
that you can imagine. Now, we do a little show here, as you well know, on Sundays at noon. Mm-hmm. We bring in some local talent to play the bumper music in and out. Tell me if you subscribe to the same idea that a lot of these rock stars have come in here. Maybe they haven't made it yet. Maybe they, they're celebrating some sort of success. But, you know, the more I talk to people, the more they say, you know what, Niagara is a special little pocket worldwide as far as the talent that we have here. And now I've been submersed, you know, in Niagara Falls talent lately. Some genius talent, Aaron yeah. Berger and Carrie, Corey Cruz coming out of there. Yeah. The black flies. I mean, there's all awesome. kinds of even right down to the CAC. I mean, it's wrapping up a storm. Do you find the the, the talent level around here is different in other par- parts of the world? Well, what I what I find is uh, if you if you travel around, say just Ontario, you'll find little pockets like that where the community is strong and it's um, friendly and it's it's there's a real community effort to to help each other out. And uh, I think that's the best part is that uh, I mean most of my best friends are musicians you know and, and this area has is no shortage of talent it's uh yeah I, I think it is a special place for sure now outside of your own accomplishments and your own music what's most gratifying for you in the music industry um in the music industry, I, I think it's a long-term friendship right um uh, it's probably like any other business any other uh, field of work it, it's really the connections you make and uh you, you're kind of brought together and you work with people over the years who um, sort of have the same priorities, you know, firstly, musical priorities. And it's so, so gratifying for a group of guys to get together and there's no ego. It's just, let's make this feel as good, you know, for everybody that's listening as it does for us. And and that's that's what I find really gratifying. You find yourself mentoring young artists or other bands and sharing secrets or is it all very yeah, protective I, I mean, I, you, are you a type of guy that goes out to see other bands as well as a fan if i can yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i work a lot i don't have a lot of free time but uh because my the hours are all over the place sometimes i'm working at night when these bands are playing but i, I go it as much as i can i i I'll always get requests from people and i always take them in uh I'd say it's three, four a month where someone will come in and, and just want to talk about the industry, trying to get ahead in the industry. They're just starting out. They don't know where to turn. And they'll come into the studio, and I'll sit with them for an hour or so, and we'll just talk. You know? Cool. Mark Lalama is my guest. Thank you very much for coming in. Mark, you can catch him tonight at Capola's. 8 o'clock start time. Say hi. I, you know what? I'll come out and catch you again tonight. Maybe I've been, uh, I haven't seen you for a few weeks, but last time I was there, who's the drummer? That, I'm sorry, I've lost uh, his name. Now. Yeah, drummer's Davide Dorenzo, bassist wow. is Rich Moore. Rich Moore's not bad either, but <laughs> man, that guy on drums, and I can never remember or say his name back. Who are you gigging with tonight? Tonight on drums, we have uh, the great Roger Chavasas. He's played all over the world different acts and we have uh steve lucas on bass who played with levon helm amongst many many others and uh yeah it's it's always a great time eight o'clock capola's jeffrey stewart thank you very much for coming in how do My people pleasure. get a hold of you if they want to touch you up if they want to touch me up uh contact you can, uh, <laughs> you can uh send me an email at uh j stewart at niagara college dot uh, or niagara college dot ca or you can always get a hold of us uh, at around the canadian table dot ca that's our uh, our website that's Jeffrey Stewart. He's Associate Dean of the School of Hospitality and Tourism down in Niagara College. And Ross McFarland, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks How for having us. How get a hold of you? Uh, same thing, through around the CanadianTable.ca or Twitter is uh, at CDNTable. And uh, Facebook page is Facebook.com slash around the Canadian Table. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate you coming in on short notice. And thank you to uh, Mark Lalama as well. I know you're a busy guy, man. So uh, It's a pleasure. Stay golden. I'll see you later tonight. I am Jim Fannin. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about the disposal or the transferring, the sale, or the Fort Erie racetrack. All that and more coming up on 610 CKTB. CKTV Studios in Niagara. It's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now. 905-688-2582. Or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010. 
Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin for KJ. Taking you right till 7 o'clock tonight and tomorrow. Got some good guests lined up for you. Thanks for checking us out. Get the digits if you want to get in. 905-688-2582. Toll free is 1-877-610-CKTB, which translates as 2582 as well. Pound 610 on the Bell Mobility Network is a free call. And the easiest way to get into the show is text. Jam these digits into your black box at 61010, that's 61010, and that comes straight into the booth. And we'll get to some of your text messages now. Oh, going back to the racetrack. Hey, Jim, the Yanks can have our track, and we'll take their bills. Andy P., I think I'd like to keep the track and let them keep the bills. If the bills come to Toronto, they're dead. Toronto will kill the bills. No power in Thorold Confederation Park for about a half an hour or so. The last big thunder banger knocked out the power in Confederate Park in Thorold. I miss my soap opera, says Texter here. Janet Height, thanks for listening and getting down to Coppola's tonight to celebrate your daughter's 30th birthday. Valerie McGuire, happy birthday. She's hoping Mark will sing her happy birthday tonight. Love back to you, Janet. Thanks for listening. Bonnie Heslop breaking the news today, about an hour ago. The sale of the Fort Erie racetrack. I wonder what that's sold for. Probably be able to tell you that in a couple days. As soon as it's officially closed. Today was supposed to be the closing. Rumored for months to have been sold. Greg Chu had the property listed exclusively. So these guys, these big commercial guys don't list everything MLS, right? They get a package together. They send it out to a very tight group of qualified buyers or prospects. And then they found a buyer from Buffalo. An American buys the Fort Erie racetrack, and they just want to keep it operating the way it has been, and they've got some more plans for it as well. So they want to kind of control the messaging on this, so they will be speaking to that after it closes. Everyone's being tight-lipped. I don't know if they signed confidentiality agreements, but not a lot of information around it, other than, like I said a couple months ago, we heard just through my real estate channels, hey, did you hear they sold the track? And I'm a little hesitant about coming to you with it when it's just rumor and you don't have anything really that you can put your hands on. But lately, people have been talking, and the word was it was supposed to close. I said to somebody at the track last night as we watched the Prince of Wales Stakes, which was way cool. The women dressed up to the nines with their hats on. Even some of the boys had their hats on, dressed up nice like they were going out to the opera. Millions of dollars changing hands over there for the Prince of Wales stakes. Many of the politicians came out. But what a great feel. There's nothing like the excitement of your horse coming in. I had that experience two or three times last night. I always seem to leave the track with more money than I came with, and that does not suck. And I don't know anything about horse racing. I just picked them based on their names. Hey Now came in for me last night. And then we actually won the six horse in the Prince of Wales Stakes. I do not go up to the counter. I do not like cashing in my tickets or making wagers. So if I'm there and somebody will do it for me, somebody's always going to the ticket wicket. So I got my my picks in, and we ended up going five bucks. Ooh, big spender on the six horse. In the Prince of Wales stakes, and that bad boy was out in front the whole way. They come by the first, the front stretch for the first time, and then they go around, they get the, the, the gates out of the way, they go around, and then they come back again, and the six horse goes by, and he's out in front. I'm like, well, that's not a good sign. Even I know it's not a good sign when your horse is winning on the first leg. I said, well, that's not a very good sign. And a lady beside me says, not at this distance, it's not. And that six horse went all the way around and nobody caught it. I cashed in my $34, $5 bet. I'm like, okay, well, I can get out of here now. I'm paid up. I'm even or better off than I was when I came here. 
Ed, somebody picked up my fish and chips too on the way out the door last night. Thank you very much. So the Fort Erie Racetrack is sold. In a couple days, we'll have some more information out on that. I'm sure, most important to me, how much does 380 acres in Fort Erie with a racetrack attached to it sell for? That's what I want to know. Couldn't get that out of anybody yesterday. All the politicians were out last night. My thanks to Jim T-Bear. Doing a really nice job last night. First class job. Gates was in the house. Andrea Horvath was out. The Liberals sent their representative down. Potts? I thought Potts was at Arthur Potts. I thought he was a Green Party guy. Well, I guess he got elected as a Liberal. Now he's got some, some duties, some delegation duties. So more information on that coming up in the next few days. I promise we'll get that out to you as it becomes available. Next, we're going to stay on real estate. What you can do to sell your house privately, successful. You might find that weird coming from an agent. It's tough to do. And if you've had something on the market for a little while and you don't want to touch your price, I'm going to give you a few ideas of what you can do to get some more action on your property and get it, getting some more attention, some more showings, and hopefully some offers. All that and more right here in 610 CKTB. On the edge of Great talk, great debate. It's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-2582. Or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010. And now, back to the Kevin Jack Show. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin filling in for KJ today while he fills in for Tommy, who's on vacation. A little bit of shuffling of the deck chairs here at 610 CKTV, but I'm honored to come in and keep you company for a couple hours. We're on today and tomorrow, 5 to 7. What do you do if your house has been listed for a long time, you've dropped it as far as you want to drop it, and you're out of ideas? Well, I can give you a few ideas that your agent has not tried. I can guarantee that. First of all, you want to relist your property. You want to rip up your existing contract, kill that contract, get a mutual release from your agent, and relist it. Sign a new contract, and what that does is it brings it out new again. You take some new pictures, maybe, even if you're not touching the price. You take some new pictures, freshen it up, but your market time starts over again. So if you've been on the market for three or four months and your market time looks like 120 days, rip that thing up, release it kill it, and bring it out new again, start the market time over again, because all the people want to know, why has it been listed so long? What's wrong with this place? It's the first thing you can do that's not going to cost you anything. And then change the terms and conditions on your listing. One, offer it for immediate possession right away. If somebody brings you full pop, you need to get out as fast as you bloody well can or as fast as the lawyers can close it. Immediate possession on your listing doesn't mean you're desperate. It just means if somebody wants it right now, they can have it. And some of these things are little things. The price is huge, right? Immediate possession is not immediately going to sell your property because you offered immediate possession. But if there is somebody out there that's looking to take possession of something quickly and they're only looking at vacant properties and yours isn't one, it's not a power sale or an estate sale, or something vacant, if you put immediate possession on there, you might get included with some of these people that have money and are willing to spend it to get you out quickly. So why not try it? Immediate possession is one thing you can do. Throw your appliances in at full price. Include everything that adds value. Now, if you've got old, junky Sanford and Son appliances, don't bother. They don't add value, but if they're new and bling, include them at the full price. Now, if you're happy getting out in two or three weeks and leaving all your appliances at full price, then put them in. Don't make it negotiable. Appliances are negotiable is not an added value to your listing. Include them. You can always take them out. Most people don't know that the contract is structured in such a way that you agree to pay X dollars in commission if you receive x list price 
It only says if we bring you full pop, if we bring you list price or something else that you choose to accept, you have to pay this commission. But the best time for you to negotiate a commission and the only chance, the only time you have leverage or hold the hammer over your agent in commission is when you get a deal on the table. It's not when you list your house. You don't want the cheapest agent taking your listing because if he drops his drawers on his commission, what do you think he's going to do on your price? The cheapest guy is also is not always the best guy. So what you want to do is build a... Market value, market added things into your listing and immediate possession, appliances included is part of that. And check this. Let's try commission, okay? Above market commission. Right now, your average commission, the the most normal, the most common commission, we don't fix commissions. We've seen them going down, down, down. Discount brokers come in and the rise of private for sales as they get a little bit more successful, but ultimately most of the sales are done by the realtors. You see the commissions going down. Back in the day, it used to be 3% to selling broker. Now, most common is 2.5% to selling broker. So when everyone is offering 25 to, to selling broker and you offer two, who do you think gets blackballed? What I do with my listings is I inflate the selling broker commission and I ask my people, listen, if we brought you something close to full price, would you pay an inflated rate of commission? And i.e., would you pay a percent more to get full pop? The answer is almost always yes. You're going to get me full pop? Yeah, I'll pay an extra point that you have to split up between the two of you to bring me full pop. And guess what? If you don't get full pop, you can always go back and say, well, I will take this deal if you guys work for X. That's the only time you have leverage over your agent with commission in the whole real estate transaction. So if you're looking for a guy to come in and drop his pants on commission right away, that's probably not your guy if he's taking the deal. I'm offering four points. I'm saying to my people, listen. Here's the way we structure the commission. It used to be 50-50. I slant mine more towards the selling broker because offering a selling broker more commission could put more money in your pocket. And if it doesn't, you negotiate out of it. So rather than everyone else that's offering 2.5% to, to the selling broker, I get my end. I'm the listing broker. I represent the seller. Most of the buyers come from other agents that represent buyers. You want to motivate those buyers buyers, agents to bring you more money, offer to pay them more money. And guess what? When you go back and forth and back and forth, I usually tell my people, listen, let's leave that bonus in there as long as we can. And at some point, your vendor will go, Jimmy, this is the last sign back to this guy at this inflated rate of commission of 4%. You tell him he gets it done. I'll still pay him almost double what he gets out in the market. But if he doesn't close this deal with his buyers today, he'll be working for half of that. And what do you think the agent does if he's got any leverage over his buyer at all, and he wants his extra point or point and a half? The guy will close it. So on the way back, you say to him, okay, Mr. Selling Broker, here's your sign back. And oh, by the way, we've come off our price by five grand, and you're still getting your bonus. You're still getting four points to put this together. Get it done, or my guy will cut you in half. We'll cut your commission in half. It's a huge motivating sign back for a selling agent. And you know what? Once in a while, the buyer will stand on the street and look at two condos and go, I don't know. Which one do you like? Well, if they're all, all things being equal, square footage, location, condo fee, price, all that kind of thing. Everything's equal except the selling broker commission. You got one guy at a discounted commission of 2%, and you got one guy at an inflated rate of 4%, and the buyer says, hey, Mr. Agent, I don't know. They look both look the same to me. I could take either one. It doesn't happen all that often. Which one do you like? Which one do you think I like? I like 4%. Bring that. And if you are private, the best thing you can do to increase your success rate, I don't care if you're comp free or you got a garage, a home hardware sign on your lawn with your phone number, which is a huge security risk. The best thing you can do if you're private is put right in your listings. Will cooperate with agents. 
I brokers protected. Whatever terminology you want to use, you can work out the commission later, and they're not going to hit you for a full listing rate. Usually, we will look for what we always get: two and a half percent on the selling end. If I bring a buyer over, I don't need a listing. I get a buyer contract. I represent the buyer. You represent yourself. We'll do a deal. So if you're private out there, change your listing right now to say brokers protected. We'll cooperate with agents. And if you're listed and you're not getting a whole lot of action, call your agent. Rip up your contract, sign a new one, and put four points on the selling broker. See what that does to your listing. 905-688-2582. I am Jim Fannin, covering for Kevin Jack. We're here at 7 o'clock, right on here on 610 CKTV. to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara, News Talk 610 CKTV. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us your opinion to 61010. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fanny coming from Kevin Jack, right till 7 o'clock today and tomorrow. Shuffling the deck chairs. That's 610 CKTB. While the big guys take vacation, Tommy's off this week. Kevin's in for him. Patrick Smolarik is running the board. We're in the final stretch here until 7 o'clock, and we got a couple text messages for you. Always open to get those off. Text 61010 into your little black box, and that'll come straight to me. Throw the casino in with the track and the world's worst TV commercials. Jim OV. Is that OV drinker, Jim? Jim Av? Thank you, Jim. Great advice. People pay cash for this, I'll wager. Not yet, they haven't. Fannin, is this a commercial or are you? I'm live. Thank you. 905-688-2582-1877-610-2582. Pound 610 on your Bell Mobility Network is a free call. And the text is 61010. 61010 in your text. Talked about the track. we got a bunch of things flying across my desk. And mostly my Twitter feed or my Facebook. What is up with releasing the names of drunk drivers? I am not down with this. I call it the Fantinoization of Ontario and Canada. First, they're taking your car at the side of the road if you if they perceive or they trap you or radar gun your ass doing 50 kilometers over the speed limit or 50 and 100, doing 150, you just lose your car and your license on the side of the road. What about due process? I don't get it. How can they punish you, convict you on the side of the road, take your license, impound your car without getting your day in court? I don't get it. And we're not shaming people by putting the drunk driver's names in the paper. Again, without due process, maybe a little less room for error with the breathalyzer, but they've been known to screw up. I'm not saying drunk driving is cool. It's the worst thing ever. Alcohol's evil. I don't encourage anyone to start on alcohol. Talk about a gateway drug. And yes, I know 610 also publishes drunk drivers' names on our website. That's just re-chirping the NRP on a text message. Yeah, I get it. I've seen it. I'm just not down with it. Back in the day, I remember the news media wouldn't even put a perp's name out there without, without them being convicted. That's all changed now. Crap Beer Fest comes up August 18th to 22nd. This is pretty cool. And this one kind of snuck up on me. I had no idea. Montebello Park, August 18th to 22nd. USS, Ubiquitous Synergy Seeker, is in the house. They're headlining on the Friday night. 
and X Prime will open. What a lineup. I can't even remember who's headlining on Saturday because I'm so cranked about ubiquitous synergy seeker. USS is Ash Blue Schultz and Human Kebab. Human Kebab dances around and mixes wax and looks like he's high on acid or something. The guy's got more energy than a lot of people I've ever seen on stage. So if you want a chance to see a cool band, it's a two-piece. Ash Boo plays guitar, Kebab mixes wax, and jumps all over the place. Oh, and they got a local guy playing drums, too. I guess they're a three-piece now. Wish I could remember the local guy on drums. Oh, his name's escaping me. But USS Craft Beer Fest X-Prime will open for them. That is pretty cool. The Green Party distancing themselves from the party president, putting out a blog supporting Israel and condemning Hamas. Elizabeth May specifically said, this is not the Green Party's policy, but she left the blog up. I guess if you're the party president, you can have an opinion different from your party, and I guess you can propagate it too. In in fact, you can use the Green Party's website to propagate your opinion. Elizabeth May does it all the time. I mean, she mostly sticks to the platform and the policy But once in a while, in a one-off, she'll just say, I think this. Sometimes you got to think on the fly. So the Green Party, specifically the leader, Elizabeth May, distancing herself from the Green Party president of the Green Party of Canada president, in a blog that came out supporting Israel and their right to defend the state and condemning Hamas. Now, I don't understand the Middle Eastern problem I think if we did, we wouldn't have a problem. I know it's been going on for thousands of years, and it's not likely to let up anytime soon. I know most people make it around a religion, and the Koran, and the Bible. But if I see one more Facebook post of summing up the Middle East conflict in three minutes, I'm going to scream. You cannot... So I don't care how educated or opinionated you are, you can't sum up a Middle East conflict like the one between the Palestinians and the and the Jewish people in three or five minutes. I don't know you can do it in five days. Matt Murphy, thank you, is the drummer. That's correct. The drummer for USS. Thank you, Texter. Andrew. From Hurricane. Good friend to my son, the Hurricane, Matt Murphy, is the drummer for USS. Ubiquitous synergy seeker. Walter Senzik does a press release today. He's running for mayor with Peter Secor, Jeff Birch, Arsenault. Now nah, I'm forgetting one of the guys. The three highest profile contenders. Senzik, Birch, Secord. Senzik comes out today and says, New ideas and fresh thinkings required to move St. Catherine's Thor- forward. And he's going to embrace social media, which he claims to have a pretty good grasp of, to engage citizens out to the polls. He's citing a 30% participation in the last municipal elections and saying that he's going to get people out to the polls using Facebook, Twitter, and the rest of his social media. Let me know how that works out for you. Birch is coming hard. Manufacturing platforms, planks to his platforms, and he's got a brand new sign out front of his campaign office. Big purple sign used to say, Jeff Birch for mayor. Somebody complained it didn't conform to the bylaw, and the bylaw was kind of muddy. So now it says Jeff Birch Campaign Headquarters. <laughs> Expensive lesson. But when you're a sitting city councilor, you better make sure you get all your ducks in the row there, Jeff. Peter Secord launched his campaign last week with a garden party at his house. And now we haven't heard anything since. Weed in the workplace. If you have a script for mar- medical marijuana... You can get high at work? What? (laughs) 
Okay, so if I've got a script and my portable vaporizing is not smoking, can I smoke on the job? Well, I'm not smoking. I have a script to take my medicine. And the mask, Jim Carrey's movie, is 20 20 years old. What? Cuddles for cash? (laughs) I love this. Samantha Hess, for 60 bucks an hour, should come over and cuddle your ass. Hang on, where is she? She's not local? Oh, there goes that idea. Intimately snuggling with strangers of all types for 60 bucks an hour. Wow. Is that a slant on the world's oldest profession? And if I hear, I know, right? One more time, I'm going to lose it. Coming up next, we'll preview tomorrow's show. We've got a couple of great guests for you. All that and more on our last segment here. On 610 CKTB. The Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTV. Got something to say to KJ? Call now. 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-2582. Or text your opinion to 61010. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin, wrapping it up for today. We're in tomorrow, 5 to 7 again for KJ while he fills in for Tommy. TMC shows off all week. My thanks to the guys, Ross McFarlane, Jeff Stewart, for coming in and talking to us about Around the Canadian Table.ca. Our event going off at Jackson Trigg Saturday, all weekend, August 2nd. They've got their Canada Food Day celebration going on, Jackson Triggs. Tickets include the full package, six-course dinner, starting at 6 o'clock. Well, thank you for moving that up. Paired with some local wines and great entertainment. Thanks to Anita Stewart as well for coming in. She is the founder of Food Day Canada. Going 12 years now and going strong. Nice to get a day named after you. Anita Stewart's Food Day Canada, Saturday, August 2nd. Check that out. Jackson Triggs. And you can check out Mark Lalama. This stud's got more rock stars on his resume than anyone I've ever seen. I mean, here's some of the list. Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora, Maria Carey, Tom Jones, Chrissy Hind, Olivia Newton-John, Michael McDonald, Paul Anka. I thought he was dead. Ann Murray, great Canadian. Roger Hodgson, Dennis DeYoung, Guido Basso, Jennifer Barnes, Jennifer Warrens, Amy Skye, and the list goes on. Ian Thomas, Michelle Wright, she's from Burlington. Mantini Sisters, local rock stars. And this guy, not only is he playing with people, these are people that he played live with or in studio recording tracks with. And the list is it goes on it's three times as long as the people I just named off. Those are some of the top names. Then he's also producing. He's got his own studio. He'll lay you down and make you sound tight. And a bunch of local studs come in with him and record some music with him. And you can catch him tonight at Capola's. Start time is eight o'clock. Jerry and Luigi run an Italian eatery over at Capola's Ristorante. Coppola's. Is it Coppola's? I think Tommy calls it Coppola's. GFC. That's all I read. It used to be Coppola when he said it. Jerry, comedian. They run a tight, tight ship over there. Some of the most authentic Italian food you'll taste around here. One of many. There's a couple other ones that do it well. 
Coppola's tonight, 8 o'clock. You can catch Mark LaLama and his crew. They're there every Wednesday night. So make your way down to Coppola's tonight. I think I might even make it out tomorrow on the show. We're still booking, but we do have some guests lined up right now. These guys, these guys have got a lot of energy. Larry Anderson will come in. We're going to talk to him about their new book. And we'll take your calls as well. Larry Anderson. And Neil Thornton. The book is called What We Have Learned. So Larry Anderson and Neil Thornton are the Trigger Group. And you can go to triggerbook.ca to order their book, What We Have Learned. A guide. A guidebook for entrepreneurs. They'll be in tomorrow. These guys got a lot of energy, so I'm looking forward to getting them in and hearing what they have to offer for advice for local entrepreneurs. And they do some training as well for all kinds of businesses, agents in the big city and here locally. Larry Anderson and Neil Thornton will come in and talk about their book, and we will take your calls. My thanks to all my guests today, especially the guys that we booked on short notice. And for my informants (laughs) talking to us about the track today, many people are mum about it. Thanks for confirming with us so that we can get to it as a news item. And in the next coming days, I'm hoping that we can get... I just want a sale price. I want to find out what this track sold for. How much is three... 180 acres of basically vacant land with a track on it and a big grandstand go for in this market. (laughs) Better yet, how much was Greg Chu's commission on that bad boy? I didn't have the heart to ask him today. But maybe Greg, once, once it's all closed, maybe Greg will be able to come in and speak to us about what it's like marketing a premier property like the Fort Erie Racetrack and how you find a buyer for that by just getting it out with a PDF and not even putting it in MLS. And more importantly, what did it sell for and how much was your commission on that? Patrick Smolarek is running the board tonight. I am Jim Fannin covering today and tomorrow 5-7 to seven for KJ. And thanks for the texters for keeping me in line. I'm getting that Matt Murphy blast off. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Matt Murphy, of course, is the drummer of USS, ubiquitous synergy seeker. I am Jim Fannin. He is Patrick Smolarek. Thanks for checking us out, and we'll catch you tomorrow, 5 to 7, right here on the Kevin Jack Show and 610 CKTV.